community. Good morning. Thank you for hanging out here at our Sunday chat. Um, if it's your first time hanging, hey, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to spend it with us. And we want you to know that there's always room here at our table. Um, it doesn't matter where you're from. doesn't matter if you feel like a spiritual nomad and you're looking. Uh, maybe you just want to hang out and not say a word and just find a, a place of peace. Um, or maybe you've been hurt in many other places, many other communities, and uh, you're just looking for a safe spot. Hey, just want to say welcome. Uh, you're, there's always room here at our table. Um, if you could, do us a favor. Hit the like and the share button, and let's get this message out. Uh, this message of hope as far as we can. Uh, you guys have been doing a great job of of sending these out, even our, our regular posts, liking them and sharing them. It's just been awesome to see um, just this this message of hope get out as far as it has. So just thank you for that. Um, we're going to start uh, our chat uh, like we do everything we come on here, when we come on here, and that's just to take a few breaths and center ourselves and uh, meditate and pray. So I'm going to ask you to do this. Um, if you can, and you're at that place where uh, you have a moment, you know, if you're listening to this later in your car, it might not be a good time for this unless you pull off on the side of the road. <laughs> um, but um, if you can, just 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 close your eyes for a minute. Take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And just focus for a moment. Look deep on the inside of yourself, that place where you connect with the Creator, that place where you connect with Spirit. Maybe you just need to remind yourself in this first breath that you were created from love. And out of that love, you are love. And you have the ability to not only love your neighbors, but also to love yourself. So in that first breath, just center yourself in that, in that moment with the Creator, with, with, with love itself. Just center. Take another deep breath. And breathe out. Just take a second to remind yourself that the Creator said that you are good. Created in God's image. So just remind yourself in this moment, I'm good. I'm good, and what comes from me will be good. I'm created from love, and what comes from me is love. Breathe in. Breathe out. Remind yourself in this moment, I'm good, and I'm going to do good. I'm going to love my neighbor. I'm going to see them for how they are created in the image of God themselves. I'm going to honor that image, and I'm going to love them, and I'm going to do good things. So let's just breathe in one more time. Breathe out. Think instead of that, let's do this today. I'm going to read from a poem from Mary Oliver from the book Devotions, and I think it'll help us uh, set the stage for where we're going in our talk today. 
Count the roses, red and fluttering. Count the roses, wrinkled and salt. Each with its yellow lint at the center, each with its honey pulled and ready. Do you have a question that can't be answered? Do the stars frighten you by their heaviness and their endless number? Does it bother you that mercy is so difficult to understand? For some souls it's easy. They lie down on the sand and are soon asleep. For others, the mind shivers in its glacial place and won't come. Yes, the mind takes a long time and is otherwise occupied then by happiness and deep breathing. Now in the distance some bird is singing, and now I have gathered six or seven deep red, half-open cups of petals between my hands, and now I have put my face against them, and now I am moving my face back and forth, slowly against them. The body is not much more than two feet in a tongue. Come to me, says the blue sky, and say the word. And finally, even the mind comes running like a wild thing and lies down in the sand. Eternity is not later or in any undefined undefinable un, in any unfindable place roses 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 now you might be thinking what in the world does that have anything to do with what we're going to talk about today well when I read that poem, and like many of the things that Mary Aller has written, I think um, she's becoming one of my favorite theologians. Yes, I'm going to use that word theologian because her writings, uh, even some of her talks that I've listened to, bring me to a deeper understanding with my relationship uh, with spirit, creator, with Jesus, and also with his creation. And how opening myself up and seeing the things around me and finding the real me, and finding those places to celebrate, and finding those places of destruction that needs fixed, is actually uh, prayer. And that's what I told you we were going to be talking about over the next few weeks. We're going to be deconstructing prayer. Because I know a lot of you, like me, have been taught so much stuff over time, uh, have been told so many times that this is what prayer is, when... Actually, the prayer that we've been taught, the idea of prayer that we've been taught is just a bunch of yelling nonsense that Jesus taught us not to do in the scriptures. Um, and that might be, I'm, I'm not trying to be harsh in that. I'm, I'm just trying to awaken something in your heart that maybe you've been longing for for a very long time. And that is uh, connection. Uh, maybe that's a deeper understanding and maybe even a place where you can actually, like my shirt says, be well. Um, and so today I thought we would just uh, break down a few things. We're going to be looking in the Gospel of Matthew today. We're actually going to be looking at the Lord's Prayer. And I thought we could maybe take a moment and deconstruct it. And what I mean by that is, is if you ever, I forget what it's called in uh, English. And I don't even know if they do this anymore in English class in school. But when I was in school, you had to basically deconstruct a sentence and find its meaning and look at the context clues. And, and that's kind of what we're going to do here with this passage. We're going we're gonna to deconstruct it a little bit. We're going to hopefully uh, allow that deconstruction to, to open up some things in us and reconstruct a um, a more healthy view. It's more healthy even the right way to say things. <laughs> a healthier view of uh, prayer and and understanding here. All right. So let's uh, let's actually start in 
Matthew 6, start with verse 5. It says, And when you pray, you're not to pray as hypocrites do. They like to pray standing in the synagogue and at the corners of the street so that people will see them. See them. There, I tell you, is their reward. But when one of you prays, let her go into her own room, shut the door, and pray to her father who dwells in secret, and her father who sees what is secret will reward her. When praying, do not repeat the same words over and over again, as is done by the Gentiles, who think that by using many words, they will obtain a hearing. Do not imitate them, for God your Father knows what you need before you ask him. All right, so let's 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 break this down a little bit, all right? So... Jesus is obviously talking to his followers. He's talking to the people who've come to listen to him. This is uh, part of the great, uh, I, I call it the manifesto. It's, it's this great teaching that Jesus did. Um, now, uh, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to say. I don't want to upset anybody. I'm just going to say it anyway. Um, historically, or, or the thought here is that he did this on the hillside, uh, overlooking a great lake and he was able to project his voice because of the water and a lot of people heard this uh this this sermon um but over time we've kind of learned that these are sayings that he said a lot so this is just not something that he did once he he taught these things a lot uh, uh when he was traveling around uh the middle east so this isn't just a one-time thing that he taught about he was constantly teaching these things to his followers because he wanted them to grow he wanted them to 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 see who they really were and so he would he was teaching them how to pray and what was being presented to his followers as prayer was basically people yelling in the synagogue yelling on the street corners making a bunch of fuss and begging for stuff okay and then he 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 you know he talked about those that would be the religious leaders that he was uh, uh, pointing out. And then he's also talking about, you know, just other people that they were coming into contact with. And he was saying, listen, these folks, they just repeat the same thing over and over and over again. And they're, they're trying to, to get stuff. They're trying to get these things. And he's saying, listen, don't do any of that, but, but find a place where you can be by yourself. Find a place where you can be alone. Find a place where you can connect between you and the creator. And, and focus, all right? And then he says, you should therefore pray like this. Our Father who is in heaven, may your name be held holy. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the bread that we, uh, we, that we will need and forgive us our debts as we forgive those who, are in, who we are indebted. And do not put us to the test, but deliver us from the evil one. Now, let's talk about this, this real quick, all right? And if, if you prayed that prayer in church, sometimes that ended with, and deliver us from the evil one, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. All right. So let's talk about this passage for, for real quick, because I know some of you who have been hurt by some uh, spiritual traditions in the past, especially if you've walked through hurt or pain with uh, your natural father or a spiritual father, and there's pain or hurt there, um, and especially because of some of the horrible teaching that has happened in the church for the last thousand years or so when it comes to upholding uh, the masculine above everything else. When you hear the word our father, you cringe a little bit. Uh, what I want to break this down and show you is that if you actually move beyond just modern translations that we have now and look at these past these scriptures in 
the original languages that they're written in and actually dig deeper and go and find um, the other Gospels. That's right, there's more Gospels than what is in your traditional canon. Um, but go find things like the Gospel of Mary, the Gospel of Philip, and some of the other ones. You'll find out that um, Scripture isn't dominated by the masculine. It actually is very open. And even, if I can use this word without freaking too many people out, actually non-binary. And uh, when you actually take a moment and think about it and read Scripture from cover to cover, which I just want to go ahead and sit, and, and I'm not, this is not a braggadocious moment. This is just trying to set the standard, set the, set the, set the field here because I know some people are going to be like, whoa, blah, blah. Listen, I've read Scripture cover to cover more times than I can count and done individual study on books more times than I can count, all right? So this isn't just some something that I'm just saying because I, I haven't studied it out. This is because I have studied it out, and I'm not asking you to take my word for it. I'm asking, asking you, go do this yourself, okay? But when you take a look at at these things that have been, these, these books that have been written uh, during the early church period and the ones that have not been put in canon, you'll realize that... Um, Scripture isn't masculine dominant. It's actually very non-binary, and it actually there's an interchange of he, her, them, uh, and especially when it describes God, it's always the description is multifaceted. It's not just father, 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 him, him, him. And the reason why our modern translations have it that way is because there is a political agenda, and I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to go that crazy um, the reason why I'm bringing this all up is because I know that there is a hang-up here for some of you when you read our father because of the hurt and the pain and I want you to know that uh, uh, in this passage uh, however you feel like if you're wanting to use this prayer as an example you don't have to think of it as this almighty male figure it's it's God Okay, so our God who is in heaven, our God Father, our God Mother, okay? And if you freak out over the fact that God is Mother, then you really haven't went back and studied <laughs> Scripture and understand uh, the different names for God throughout Scripture. They're both masculine, feminine, and non, because God is other. And all of humanity was created from God. We're in uh, we're in God's image. And so if you look at humanity and the spectrum, you understand and see God. So we have to, in this moment, understand that when, uh, when Jesus is sharing this, and maybe in this moment when he was teaching this to these folks, he could have used our Father. But when you look at a whole, at the languages that Scripture was written in, and Jesus, nine times out of ten, uh, taught in Aramaic, and so he could have used, uh, I think, uh, the Aramaic word. Uh, sometimes it's used for God as Amma, which is mother. He could have used mother in another aspect. He could have used Abba, which is the Hebrew. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that he could have done this, all right? Uh, so we have to understand that. Uh, the connection here isn't this male figure. It, we're talking about God, okay? And so our God, uh, who is in heaven... 
may your name be held holy. And, and really what that is, it's a connection to our origin. It's a connection from where we come from. Okay, we are created in the image of God and we come from that image, that image that is holy, that image that is loved, that image that is peace, joy. So we're celebrating in this moment our connection with the divine, our connection with the creator of everything. And so when, so what Jesus is saying is like, listen, you need it, it, when you pray, center yourself, center yourself with with the creator of the universe. Center yourself with love, peace, joy. It's, and then it says, your kingdom come, your will be done. What's the kingdom? The kingdom is love. And what's the will to be done? Love. Your kingdom come, your will be done does not mean dominance from some outside uh, spiritual being that's like some extraterrestrial that's going to come like on uh, Independence Day and try to wipe out the earth while... Uh, uh, a group of church folks celebrate the fact that everything's going to be destroyed because his kingdom's coming and his will be done. And that's not what he's talking about. He's saying, listen, our, our father or God who is in heaven, God who is uh, the creator of the universe, the God from which all humanity comes from, that is love, joy, peace, faith, all of that, um, that uh, we center ourselves in that and we understand that our connection with that is to release the kingdom, to release love into our surroundings because we want the the kingdom this this plane of existence that's outside the natural to come into contact with that love joy peace it's uh, on earth as it is in heaven everything is connected I, it's like the old 80s uh, rock ballad heaven isn't too far away it's right here in front of us it's all around us we just can't see it with our natural eyes and so that connection with that is love so love on earth as it is in heaven that's that big huge connection and what's the first thing that comes into uh, effect when we're praying give us today the bread that we will need now you could take that many different ways we could take it in physical needs we could take that in spiritual needs give us today that thing that we can connect with that gives us life okay and then it goes deeper it says forgive our debts as we forgive those who we are indebted to and so this is where it's getting deep into what prayer actually is prayer isn't yelling and screaming and begging for stuff prayer isn't uh, <laughs> should I go there today uh, Prayer isn't asking for the destruction of other stuff that we don't like. Prayer is actually focusing inward and finding those, place, those places in us that need bread, those, those things that have life. Let's find the bread that's going to feed that and cause that to grow. And then those places that have debts, those destructive places, those places that we have caused hurt and harm to ourselves and to others. Let's find forgiveness. Let's find healing for that. And then those outside of us that have tried to come in and hurt us, let's learn to forgive them how we forgive ourselves. We learn to love ourselves so we can love others. We forgive ourselves so we can forgive those who have trespassed, who have done things to us. It says, and it says, um, 
and do not put us to the test, but to del but deliver us from the evil one. It's it's a reminder here that we are in connection with the creator of the universe, and he's not looking to test us, but actually deliver us from the evil one. Now, what in the world is the evil one? The evil one is anything that tries to come in and keep you from finding healing and forgiveness, from finding out who you really are, anything that comes in and tries to tell you that you are not the image of God. That is the evil one. That is the deceiver. And most of the time when Jesus is speaking about the deceiver, the evil one, uh, the one who brings destruction, he's talking about religion. He's talking about empire. The two things that try to convince humankind that they are not loved and they are not good and they are not created in the image of God. <laughs> see, the Lord's Prayer is very powerful when you see it from the right perspective. When you see it as this place that every day, and, you, and this isn't something that you have to repeat, but I encourage you to do it for a little while, to, to uh, train yourself in how to do this. But the Lord's Prayer is actually self-reflection uh, to where you can connect with the creator of the universe and realize who you really are. It's a place where you learn every day. Sorry, that's my coffee pot telling me that it's done. <laughs> uh, it's a place where you come into contact every day with the creator and you learn not only love but you learn to actually love yourself and you find life you find bread for the good things going on and you find forgiveness and healing for the destructive things that are there that you can take care of and get rid of and then out of that you're able to love and forgive those that are around you even those that hurt you this is what prayer is and uh over the next few weeks, we're going to talk about some other other terms, other thought, thoughts, like we're going to talk about mindfulness, we're going to talk about meditation, we're going to talk about contemplation. Um, and you might be like, whoa, that's a, those are, well, can I tell you something? You'll uh, remember later on uh, in scripture where Paul talks about intercession and supplication. Those, those are just other words for mindfulness and contemplation. And that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about um those uh, terms and how they can actually help you help you grow. One last resource I want to tell you about is our website. We are hopecommunity.com. If you go to the um, the blog uh, section, you'll find a blog about 31 prompts, and basically it's just something that you can. Uh, it's just 31 questions that you can ask yourself every single day. Um, that's going to involve a lot of self-reflection. It's going to help you find those places of, of indebtedness, those things that we need to forgive ourselves about, uh, even help us with why maybe those things are there. Um, but it's just 31 questions that you can go through and find those shadowy places and start uh, working on healing those things. Uh, so um, I just suggest going and grabbing you know going and grabbing that resource and like i said we're working on making that a hard copy that you can get to where you can actually write in it um and if you're like hey I, can i just have a pdf copy of that so i can print it out hey if you message us i will get you one of those i can send you one 
Um, if you're like, man, I just want that now, that, and I just don't want to keep going to the website, message me, I'll send you the PDF, or just wait until we have those up to where you can get one, all right? So, man, what a good day, all right? Um, uh, I, I don't want to keep act like I keep dragging things out there. I just want to make sure we, because we, we, we say this every week. Um, hey, if you need someone to talk to, you're going through some stuff, um, maybe there's something happening, and, 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 you know, and life just doesn't seem worth living and moving forward. Hey, listen, there's help. And I want you to know there's some folks that you can talk to right now. And it's great that you're listening to, to me. And it's great that you can, you can message me. We can talk and all that. But sometimes you need to talk to someone, uh, a therapist, a counselor, someone that can just really help in this moment. We've got some phone numbers that you can call. Uh, maybe you're going through some stuff and you need to, you need to schedule a time to go talk to somebody, a, a licensed therapist or a counselor. Can I tell you, uh, I, I truly believe I had a conversation with a good friend this week and I said, I think in the next decade, the greatest ministry that's going to be happening in the earth is going to be with counselors and therapists and psychologists because it's, they're really going to help um, the last few generations move out of the hurt and the pain and the the mental trauma that has taken place because of the religious garbage that has been preached for the last 50 years. And I really think that that's going to be the greatest ministry happening. And, and I want you to know that that's really what did. It's true healing and ministry. It's a part of, um, of, of the ministry that's happening in the, in, in the earth today. And there's, and I want you to know there's nothing shameful about contacting a psychologist or a therapist or a counselor. There's nothing wrong with that. And sometimes we need to do that as couples. Sometimes we need to do that individually. Sometimes with our kids need to go and talk. There's nothing wrong with that. And I know in the church that's been a shameful thing for so long. And that, that to me, calling therapy bad is heresy to me. And I will fight tooth and nail to overturn that thought process. So please know uh, there's some help that you can get. There's some websites you can get. And if you're going through an abusive situation... Um, there's some phone numbers that you can, you can call as well. And if you're dealing with some addictions, I want you to know that there's help for that as well. And we'll be posting that here in a few moments. Um, uh, as always, if you, if you want to give into what we're doing, um, just go to our website. We are hopecommunity.com. Scroll down a little bit. There'll be a button there that says give. Um, you can click on that and it'll take you a uh, easy step process. Uh, if you want to help us out. Uh, in what we're doing. Um, so thank you for that. Let's close in prayer. All right. We'll be uh, reading from the book, Rhythm of Prayer. Uh, and let's just uh, take a second, focus for a moment. All right. God of, God of herons and heartbreak, teach us to love the world again. Teach us to love extravagantly, knowing it may and it will Break our hearts and teach us that it is all worth it. God of the pandemics and suffering ones, teach us to love those and the world again. God of loneliness and longing, of bushfires and wilderness, of soup kitchens and border towns, of snowfall and children, teach us to love our neighbors and the world again. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for hanging with us. We will see you this coming week.